Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, yours truly John Conti and starring Barbara Fuller. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is John Conti, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed defense bond program presented by this station as a public service. May it serve as a reminder that you have the opportunity to make your country strong, even as you make yourself financially independent. Invest in the American way of life by saving for defense through the purchase of United States defense bonds. Buy them through the payroll savings plan where you work, or the bond-a-month plan where you bank. Our show gets underway now with Harry Sosnick conducting the Savings Bonds Orchestra in a special arrangement of Brahms' Hungarian Dances. It's my pleasure to introduce our special guest. She's known to millions of listeners as Claudia of One Man's Family and as a star of many other network programs. Here she is in an original sketch titled Second Choice. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Barbara Fuller. The 
time, 1843. The place, the park bench in Springfield, Illinois. The girl, Mary. A housewife with a problem. She was trying to reach a calm decision. Amid the turmoil of her thoughts, she heard a sobbing. For a moment, Mary thought the sound had come from her own dry throat. She looked around. There was another young woman at the end of the bench. <laughs> My dear, what's the matter? May I help you? No. Please go away. Oh, don't think I'm inquisitive. <laughs> but sometimes it helps to share your troubles with someone else. Have you ever felt like you wanted to, to just go away and never come back? I feel that way right now. I've had another argument with my husband, and I'm trying to make up my mind whether to leave him or to stick with him. Me too. Only we didn't quarrel. My husband just doesn't love me anymore. Did he tell you so? Oh, no, not in words. Sometimes you don't need words. I know, but... Wait, what's that on your handkerchief? Nothing. Oh, it's nothing at all. Let me see. No, please, don't touch it. A derringer. A tiny revolver you can carry in the palm of your hand. Is that how you were going away? Oh, no. I thought I could. Oh, that would have been foolish. Why, you're one of the prettiest girls I've seen here in Springfield. You're young and healthy with the best part of your life ahead of you. Why doesn't your husband love you? Are you doing anything to hold his affection? Well, if he doesn't want me, I'm not going to... Oh, fiddlesticks. Show a little spunk, my dear. Do something. Well, then I'll... I'll get a divorce. You know a good lawyer... My husband's a lawyer. But he seldom does anything I ask him to. Maybe he will this time. What's your name? Dorothy Templeton. My husband is Richard Templeton. You know, Templeton's grocery. I know the store. Will you stay here until I come back? Oh, yes. Yes, I will. Listen to the birds. You wouldn't be hearing those birds if this Derringer had talked to you instead of me. Ma'am, what do you have? You're Richard Templeton. Do you love your wife? What? Why, sure, but what in sign Call nation... Call me Nettlesome Mary if you want to. But have you told her you love her later? Well, no. She ought to know that. But she doesn't. Right now, she's sitting on a bench in the park. And she had this in her handkerchief. What? Well, that's the gun I keep in my cash drawer. Where is she? I better go oh, find wait. her. Your wife's all right now. Except that she thinks you don't love her anymore. Why does she think that? Well, I guess Dorothy feels that way because she's my second wife. My first wife died six years ago. Oh, and Dorothy feels that she's second choice. But you're still in love with a memory. Exactly, ma'am. Well, how'd you guess? Because my husband's in love with a memory, too. Now, let me go back and talk to your wife. Wait here a few minutes. And when you do show up... For goodness sake, tell her you love it. Well, you weren't gone very long. What did your husband say? Will he take my case? I didn't ask him, Mrs. Templeton. In the first place, divorce is a terrible thing. I've thought about it myself, but it won't work. Even when you're married to a man whose heart once belonged to somebody else, like my husband. Your husband was married before? Not married. Engaged. She was a sweet young girl named Anne. He worshipped the very ground she walked on. My husband is a man of deep and strong emotions. Great was his love. And greater still his grief when she died. Oh, 
terrible. He died but once. He died with every beat of his heart, with every breath he drew. His friends took away his pocket knife. They watched him for days to keep him from joining his lovely Anne. That was eight years ago. Sometimes of an evening he sits and looks into the fire, and he's with her again. He sees her happy smile. Here's the whisper of her voice. I'm just not there. I know. I know exactly what you mean. He's a happy, friendly man. With the saddest eyes in the world. There's a little corner of his heart I'll never have. But I have all the rest of it. So why begrudge her that? You can't fight a dream, my dear. Don't ever try. I won't. Not ever again. It's something that... Wait. Who's that coming? Where? Oh, it's Richard. Richard! My goodness, honey, I was worried about you. Can't have anything happen to the girl I love. No, sir. You do love me, don't you, Richard? More than I ever loved anybody, honey. Oh, I beg your pardon, ma'am. Hope Dorothy hasn't bothered you too much. Bothered me? On the contrary, sir, your wife has helped me make a most important decision. That tall, lanky man of mine has his faults. He has his dreams. He may never amount to a hill of beans, but I'm going to stick with him. Oh, I'm so glad. What's your husband's name? He's a country lawyer trying to be a politician. His name is Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Miss Fuller, that was a convincing performance. Thank you, Mr. O'Connor. It was an easy part to play because I believed in the principles back of it. Like her famous husband, Mary Todd Lincoln, believed in the security of the American family. And I do, too. Don't we all? That's what America is made of. Millions of family units. Each one planning its own future. Yet all acting together as Americans. Exactly. And it's encouraging to know that many of these millions of American families protect their future with savings bonds. They're so safe, backed by the greatest country on earth. And even as they're held for some future need, they grow in value. You just bet they do, which makes them better than cash. Friends, if you are not savings bonds buyers, start now. Buy them regularly. They're a fine investment in a secure future. Use the automatic payroll savings plan where you work. Or if you're your own boss, use your bank's free service. The Bond a Month Plan. And if you're already using one of these plans, buy more bonds. Either by increasing the amount you save each payday, or by buying an extra bond whenever you can from your nearest bank or post office. Now I'll have to run along. Goodbye, and thanks for listening. Goodbye, Barbara Fuller, and thanks for being with us. in New York, Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra are ready with another exciting arrangement, this one of Brazilian Sleigh Bells. Thank you. 
During the past quarter hour, you've been listening to Guest Star, a transcribed feature for Defense Bonds, presented by this station every week as a public service. Our thanks to Barbara Fuller for a fine performance, to her supporting cast, William Tracy, Lillian Bioff, and Rod O'Connor, and to her director, Louis Graff. Next week, we'll have another outstanding star and more music by the Savings Bonds Orchestra, so we hope you'll be with us. This is John Conti saying so long and inviting you to become a shareholder in America for your country's security and your own financial independence. Buy United States Defense Bonds.